just when I'm mad at him, he goes and does something heroic. Patience is an integral element of the unbought grace of life. Oh, cram it down your Webster. Doctor, the only thing that's keeping me from knocking your block off is I would have to treat you afterwards. You're pompous, arrogant, conceited, and a total bore. But you're all right. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again, Simon. Yo, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 7, Episode 9, Major Ego. It's the 156th episode overall, directed once again by Alan Alda, written by Larry Bamalji, originally aired on November 6, 1978, and the production code is T. Four one two. Pressure's dropping. No pulse. We're losing him, Doctor. Oh, that's impossible. This is a routine operation. Move it, Winchester. Still no pulse. I don't understand. Why? Revive first and ask questions later. This is insane. Charles, go! Get on that horse or step aside. Doctor, you've got to do something now. Shut up, all of you. Let me work. Cardiac needle and adrenaline stat. I'll start a massage. Better let me handle it. Even strokes, one per second. Have her breathe him every five strokes. I am aware of the procedure. Thank you. Come on. Damn it. Come on. Come on. Live. That's an order. I'm getting a pulse. You sure? It's very erratic, but it's there. Stay with him, son. Pressure. 60 systolic. Pulse is getting stronger. 80 over 50. Pulse stronger. Getting regular. All right, let's see if it holds. 90 over 60. He's alive again. (laughs) And plot summary this episode. Major Winchester lets his surgical prowess go to his head when a Stars and Stripes journalist comes to interview him. But the journalist is more interested in making moves than Margaret than getting a story. You know, I must be sick today. I've got an appetite. Thank God you're here, Charles. Revive this liver. Fears. For once, your mockery is justified. My performance in OR day was inexcusable. I hesitated far too long before springing into action. Do I hear right? Humility from that mouth? It's hard to drag these words out, Charles, but you did a marvelous job. No. I should have started the massage much earlier. I should have clamped the art. Do you really think so? Charles? As far as I'm concerned, your patient had the best doctor in the room. Yes, of course. You're absolutely right. I didn't want to be the one to say so, but thank you for confirming it. He got me. We should have known. That size 45 head's a dead giveaway. May I join you? Only the hips. Please, Margaret, we need some beauty to offset the beasts. Doctor, it was an honor working beside you today. Don't start him, Margaret. Being a part of what you did gave me a wonderful feeling inside. I want to thank you. Anytime, Major, it was nothing. Nothing. It should be written up in all the medical journals. Or at least Boy's Life. <laughs> the simple adulation of my co-workers will suffice. For our guest stars, we have Greg Mullavy as Captain Tom Greenlee. Greg is most well known for playing Tom Hartman in the series Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. And David Dean as Private Sutton. Now, this is David's only credit on his IMDb page. 
We have Patricia Stevens returning as Lieutenant Baker. Frank Pettinger as anaesthetist. Now, this is Frank's first of six appearances in MASH. His only other credit, though, is an uncredited role in National Lampoon's Vacation. Hmm. Hmm. We have Phyllis Katz as triage nurse. This is Phyllis's third appearance in MASH. And the wonderful Kelly Nakahara returns as Lieutenant Kelly Yumoto. Nurse! When did you come on duty? Three hours ago. Was the drainage this bloody when you first checked them? About the same as it is now. Anything to worry about? I'm not sure. Maybe we should ask front page Charlie. Oh, Charles. Not now, Pierce. So, tell me about the other times you got clobbered, kid. Well, the first time. It was at Porktop Hill. Captain, one battle is so much like the next. You know, there's the senseless shelling and the repetitious attacking and the retreating. It's all quite mindless. Dr. Winchester... What is it, Pierce? I would like a consultation on a medical matter. You remember medicine. Gentlemen, this won't take me more than a second. Sutton, stay calm and quiet until I get back. You need to rest. Uh, Calm, quiet. Spare me the barbs. Get to the point. It's Martinez, your aneurysm patient. Yes? The drainage from his chest tube is too bloody. That's ridiculous. Could it be that you missed a bleeder during your press conference in OR? I didn't miss anything in there. Pulse and pressure are normal. Mm-hmm. And how do you explain all the red stuff? Yes, in this type of operation, there is occasionally excess drainage. If you had my years of experience in this area, you would know that. No, you wouldn't, for you haven't my intuition. Could be, but my trick knee tells me check for hemorrhaging. Opening this man up is not going to solve any... Yes. Are you sure you don't have an ulterior motive? An ulterior motive? Of course. Show me up, get the headlines. Hmm, very clever. Doctor, the only thing that's keeping me from knocking your block off is I would have to treat you afterwards. Truth hurts, doesn't it, Pierce? All right, let's go ahead and start discussing this episode. I think meds. Uh, why don't you start us off? Okay, I, I only have two lines in my notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a good episode, but as, as like I said on the, the last podcast where um, Charles had, had uh, you know, heroically... Well, I shouldn't say heroically, done his job, let's say, and yeah. saved uh, some some injured people. He, he was just quite, well, you know, that's the way it goes. And in this episode, he really is on the top of his game of having his head expand to the size of the whole camp <laughs> when he, uh, he he does the heart massage. Yeah, I'm sure we've seen the heart massage be done before in the OR, and I think Hawkeye's done it. Um, and so we, this is a similar thing that we've seen, but he does it so well, where he's he's desperate to try and get his name into the into the stars and stripes, and and he, the way he brings it off to, you know, when the, the reporter starts talking to other people, and he brings it back to him, and uh, when he talks to the patient, oh, we, we, you know, all the patients are all the same, you know, and it, it, it's so good to see that. Yeah. Also, the the comeuppance as well, where in fact he botches the. Um, the operation to fix, you know, the, the suturing. And it's Hawkeye who goes in and fixes it all. And the fact Hawkeye doesn't actually go at him with, you know, told you so, you didn't, blah, blah, blah. And Charles is really expecting it, mainly because yeah. of that Charles would do that himself. Yeah. Um, but it's it's nice to see that when Charles admits it and he does look, you know, disgusted in himself and when he turns and tells the Stars and Stripes that there is no story, you know, it's, it, it, he's back in reality. Hawkeye turns around and says, you're pompous, arrogant, and a bore, but you're all right. 
And I like that because yeah. he would never have said that to, to Burns because Burns was not a very good surgeon. Charles is a very good surgeon. He just needs to be brought back to the ground every now and again. And really, you should, you know, nearly killing someone isn't a way to do it. But I full credit to Hawkeye and full credit to Charles on that. Again, like I've said on a, a previous episode, this episode is so well directed by Alan Alder that he, and it's purely because of the fact he knows the camp, he knows the actors, he knows Mash so well that he can produce, you know, turn that camera whatever he wants and get mm-hmm. the best out of everyone. And he does on that, especially with Margaret as well. That's a wonderful little B story with Margaret of how upset she is about, you know, a, a husband wanting all the money. And she kind of like, you know, it's a bit like the thing when you break up with someone, the best thing to do is. It might not be the nicest thing to do is to cop off with someone else as soon as you can. Yeah. Because as soon as you can, you get it all out of your system and then you can look for the future. And it's nice as well from a feminist point of view where the fact that she uses a man to get what she wants, to get better, and to, to get to feel better about herself. And she does it so well. And it's a lovely little B story. And again, you know, just wonderful acting. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you said everything. That's all my notes here. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, good night. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, I gave it seven out of ten. It was, it was a, it was a good episode. Uh, ah. It was, it's. Uh, you mentioned this as well. It was hard watching Charles be so pompous and so big-headed after mm. an amazing episode we had the one prior to this. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, I still think it's in his character because he does have that aspect to him. So it wasn't like, oh, this is so out of character. I just think it was so such a contrasting character from one mm. to the other. Um, and I know, you know, these are shot out of order and they're aired out of order. Uh, but I was just checked, and the one that previously we talked about was episode seven, I think it was. Yeah, uh, shot fourteen, seven, and this is twelve. So oh, I mean, 12, this, yeah. So this is technically this was shot, you know, what five episodes after that one. Yeah. Um, so maybe they just don't play well for me personally, don't play well bumped up to each other because it's so contrasting. But that is who Charles is. He is pompous. He is yeah. big headed. If he does something well, he's going to report it and talk about it. And you're right. This has happened before. All the all of the doctors have brought people back from the dead on the brink of death. <laughs> you know, and I mean, Hawkeye has gone in there and massage a heart by hand, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a future episode or a past episode, but I mean, all of them do it. So I mean, obviously, Winchester's the only one that would call Stars and Stripes and give him a tip about it. Yeah, the fact that um, he called it himself is is just, yes, oh. yes, it's it's bad. Um, but I do like the fact that he does own up it, uh, own up to it at the end. Yeah, like you mentioned, and I love that last line that Hawkeye says to him. You mm. know, he shows him respect. Like you said, this is respect that he would never give Frank because it's not deserving. No. No, 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 and this really is deserving. It's a lovely oh, totally, little scene between them. Totally yeah. deserving. Winchester is an amazing uh, surgeon. He's just a, has he's a little pompous as well, you know. <laughs> it's it's a balance act with him. Um, uh, and I, I totally agree with you. The whole Margaret thing. I love I love the beginning when she was flirting with kind of BJ because well, there's always this thing with BJ. Yeah, you know, because we know that she liked him because I think she admits it in an episode that she's always liked him. Um, but there's, there, you know, she, um, she's a little tipsy, but I like the little flirting that goes on between those two. And then obviously the reporter guy comes in and at first I thought she was going to like, you know, I didn't, I totally didn't expect her to sleep with them. Mm. Oh, and I she goes to, the full hog, didn't she? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, at the, at the bar, she's like, you know, meet me in my tent. I thought, like, oh, he's in for it. She's, you know, he's been pursuing her, pursuing her. She's going to go all 
crazy on him. There's no way. <laughs> and then the next scene, we see them leaving her, you know, her uh, her tent, and she's all happy and chipper, and and she has that great speech about, you know, this is all about her. Tom's very romantic. You'll love it. Tom, last night was very important to me. Me too. But not for the same reason. For the first time since my divorce, I was free of my husband. I finally let him go. So what's the problem? Well, now that I've found a little freedom, I want to stay free. Oh. That's the problem. At least for a while. Well, if that's the way you feel, then... I'm afraid I do. But I'm still going to call you, though. <laughs> you know, she she's... Finally, by herself, she needs to focus on fixing herself, not find another man to to cling on to. Mm. Uh, I like that whole aspect of it. Um, it was just it was just a nice, well done episode. Both parts lovely, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you just gave it a seven. Yeah, you know what? But like I said, I talk about it compared to the other. Because you know, we uh, if our mm. listeners don't know, I we normally do six at a time, six episodes at a time when we record. And compared to the others, this wasn't one of my... I mean, you know, it was still good, but the one yeah. prior to that was so good that yeah. it, don't, it kind don't of tell painted. Him all, don't tell them all the behind the scenes. <laughs> the next thing you know, secrets. you're telling that we're not sitting next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I enjoyed it. And normally when I wound up talking it out with you, I wound up liking it more, so I always add a little point. Yeah, um, same here, yeah. But it, I, Charles was just so annoying to me in this episode that it really, it made me hard to like him after loving him in the in the last one. So, you know, give it a seven. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. It's not a bad number. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Penis, how dare you open up one of my patients? I just couldn't wait till Christmas. For the unmitigated gall. Gall? No, I'd say an artery, hemorrhaging. You should have gotten my opinion. I couldn't wait for it to come out in the papers. Well, looky here. Looky where? On the superior ascending aorta. One of the suture lines is leaking. One of my suture lines. Vascular silk. I don't... I don't know how that could have happened. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I think I have the first one here. In the military, you do not salute indoors. In one of the scenes earlier in the episode, uh, a captain salutes Colonel Potter in his office. This would not be done. When indoors, you come to attention in the presence of a superior officer, but you do not salute. When reporting to the commanding officer, a salute is appropriate. I've, I've seen them saluting a lot in Blake and Potter's office. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've seen a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right then. Yeah. Max Klinger is dressed up like Scarlett O'Hara from Gone with the Wind, made in 1939. Yep. And he's also uh, Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. I, there's a whole bunch of those. And I'm like, oh, I'll just pick one. I don't need to list all of them. But yeah, I like You know f- what? Two uh, rather attractive and uh, lovely ladies now blighted in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Radar does not appear in this episode And uh, this is the last of 15 appearances by Patricia Stevens as various nurses The first appearance was in episode 41 Yeah, she'd been in it for a while Yeah 
And uh, here is a fun fact about Jamie Farr. He's been married to his wife, Joanne Richards, for over 50 years. They also have two children, Jonas and Yvonne. Wow. Yeah. I love those long marriages, especially, you know, celebrity marriages. Yeah, Verity. Yeah, it's like Alan Alder. He's been married to, to um, his wife now for probably about the same time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Say it, Pierce. You're going to say it anyway, so say it now. Say what? You know. Well, if it isn't Charles Ego Winchester, the Boston bungler, that is what you would say. Oh, I left out. Uh, I told you so. Well, say it. Why should I? You already did. Yeah, you loved it, didn't you? Anybody home? No, but we'd like to be. Major, I finished the article. Not now, Greenlee. My soul is in torment. You are going to love this. Listen. With lightning efficiency, moves from one difficult case to the next. When the medicos... Medicos? Yeah, gives them some zip. Encounter a traumatic aneurysm, the enlargement of a vessel leading to the heart. They call in the one man who can guarantee a successful operation, Major Charles Emerson... Stop. Would... Stop right there. The patient to whom you refer developed complications due to my inefficiency. So you would be printing a lie. So who's going to know? Me. Therefore... You will not print it at all. What, what, what are you doing? You, you can't rip that up. Oh, You're telling me that I've wasted two whole days listening to those endless stories about, about that, that lace curtain circus you call a family? Take care, man. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the Internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH. 4077 podcast and you can follow me at hawkeye mids you can find me kenny at geeky fanboy and if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation it would be much appreciated you can either go to our main website and there is a paypal button or you can go to patreon.com slash geeky fanboy that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash geeky fanboy and you can become a monthly donator to our podcast and remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Again, I think I think you probably gave it, what did you give it? Did you give it a number? Yeah, I think I gave it an eight. Eight, okay, yeah, I gave it a seven. Yeah. But definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely a good episode, some good moments. It was hard to see Charles being pompous again, but that is Charles. <laughs> He's Charles. <laughs> well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. Good evening, Charles. No, thank you. Why the sour puss? Captain Greenlee just left with your article. By next week, you'll be the toast of the Far East. There will be no article. I ripped it up. What did you do that for? Because I didn't like his style. Funny. I wasn't crazy about it myself. David, I'm having second thoughts. So am I. Margaret, are we talking about the same thing? Oh, I'm sure we're not. Oh. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. 
Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world, so if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Written by Larry Bamalgi. Bamalgi? Bamalgi. Bamalgi. And Frank pending, pend, pending, pending this script is the only way I can say. Um, All right, let's go ahead and start... I realize I didn't add some names here. Uh, let's go ahead and... I'm sorry. All right, let's go ahead and start... Uh, oh, my God.